Hello, Nick. Hello, gentlemen. Let's start with the NBA and the All-Star game. Jason Tatum, MVP, 55 points. Surely, Dick, this game's dead, isn't it? That was an absolute farce. It's getting worse. How can you even say that? But, uh, I mean, you've seen what they've done with the Pro Bowl and the NFL. What's next for the All-Star game? Yeah, that's... I mean, the the only highlight that came out of All-Star weekend was the... Uh, you know the CBA player Max McClung winning the uh, the slam dunk competition. That was uh, very very impressive for a guy that's uh, really not even an NBA player. But uh, I think Michael Malone, the coach of the, the the Nuggets, said it the best. It was the worst basketball game he's ever seen. And <laughs> you you got to get if players won't buy in, then it isn't worth having a game. It's it's a great spectacle. People like to see the greatest players in the world all gathered at the same place, and so. I'm just hoping that uh, there's there's something that could get the players incentivized, uh, whether it's rule changes, uh, you know, whether it's you know giving you know giving more money to the to to the winners, what have you. But you need to have guys that that want to play a requisite basketball game. They don't have to play playoff defense. I get it. Um, heck, they don't play playoff defense in a, in a regular season game in December, so they don't need to. <laughs> need to play it for the all-star game, but they do need to play some sort of, of defense. It can't just be, you know, guys driving by and getting wide open dunks with, with no help side defense at all. Dick, how much does injuries like what's happened to LeBron turn to, um, clubs away from wanting a game like this? Well, and yeah, and then the honest injury doesn't help either yeah, you exactly. know, with, his, with his wrist. And, and so I think that, uh, that gives players some pause, but I would just say that this to the, to the NBA players who are worried about getting hurt in the all-star game. I mean, you get to sit out anytime you want in the NBA anyway, you know? So if you get a three week injury in the all-star game, you get, you get a good excuse for load management and rest yourself up for the playoffs. I mean, the only, the only tragic situation that could happen is if somebody blows a knee out in the all-star game. And I would say that there's probably just as good a chance for, somebody going up for a dunk coming down on somebody's ankle and blowing their knee out than there is actually playing a hard basketball game. And I, I, I would bet sports scientists might even tell you that there's a, there's a better chance to say, stay safe if you're totally 100% focused on, on playing the game versus just kind of being out there with a frivolous nature. But, uh, yes, it's got to change. Uh, the NFL made significant changes in their Pro Bowl weekend this year. I mean, I don't. I, I won't say that it it worked tremendously, but it wasn't a disaster. And maybe the NBA can do something uh, of the same. All right. As far as uh, the season proper is concerned, Russell Westbrook to the LA Clippers. How does? Excuse me. Sorry. What's been the impact of this stick? Uh, well, what the, sorry, the reaction to this. I see they're behind Phoenix and Denver in betting for the Western Conference. Does this make them contenders? <laughs> Here's what I'll say. This is I, I was trying to think of a, of a good analogy. And the best analogy I can think of is everybody's sitting around uh, the, a fire pit and somebody brings out a Roman candle. And they say, all right, I'm going to throw this Roman candle in the fire pit. <laughs> now, the Roman candle might stick straight up and you might have a really, really cool fireworks display sitting around drinking beers around the fireplace. There's a much better chance that that Roman candle ends up pointing at somebody and likely kills them. And that is Russell Westbrook going to any basketball team. Yes, he has the talent that if he is willing to buy in, uh, he is willing to play nice with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. And, and we know Kawhi is already a salty Gus as it, as it is. 
So I don't know how Kawhi's going to like this, but there is an outside chance that Russell Westbrook could make that team explode in a positive direction. And I would consider them as one of the three or four teams that if everything went correctly, they could make it all the way to the NBA Finals. Um, but there is much more of a likelihood that Russell Westbrook tears the team down and Kawhi gets salty and, and they don't like each other. And, and the same thing happens there that happened with the Lakers. So I, would, I, I wouldn't bet on the Clippers going to the finals. I'll put it that way. What about in the NFL, Dick? What about this story about DK Metcalf and a random drug test? What's happened there? Well, there was a, uh, a viral picture that was put out of, of DK Metcalf. And I, I don't know if there's even any confirmation that it wasn't a doctored photo, but you can look up uh, DK Metcalf vertical leap and you'll, and you'll see it. And it, it appears that he is jumping like five feet in the air uh, at some sort of, I don't know if it was a photo shoot, uh, an endorsement campaign, what have you, but he's just you know, standing in shorts and a T-shirt in the end zone, and he jumps up and catches a football with one hand. And, it, I mean, my God, it looks like he's jumping over a house. And, uh, you know, interestingly enough, the DK puts on Instagram 24 hours later, hey, look, the NFL wants me to take a drug test. So I, ha- I have no idea if those two things are related. But uh, DK Metcalf certainly has uh, the probably the greatest Adonis body of anybody in the in the NFL. So it's it's not surprising that uh, that you know he would he would be tabbed to do something like this. But DK Metcalf has had this body for years and years. I mean, DK Metcalf was famous for posting a photo um, pre-draft of him standing shirtless, and everybody looked at him like, my God. I mean, that is like the most ridiculous body I've ever seen. Uh, Now, the Green Bay Packers quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, uh, has he emerged from his four-day darkness retreat? (laughs) Have we heard anything about this and uh, Uh, how he found it? Yeah, nothing uh, nothing concrete as of yet, but uh, it it will be soon. He will have to make a decision soon as to what he what he wants to do. And, and Green Bay certainly doesn't want a disgruntled Aaron Rodgers playing quarterback if he doesn't want to be there. But I, I think it's time for Green Bay to move off of Aaron Rodgers while he still has some value. Um, they they drafted Jordan Love for a reason. Jordan Love has just sat there for years upon years playing back up to Aaron Rodgers, and we have seen that bad quarterback contracts can can kill a franchise. And Aaron Rodgers still has one year left on his deal. It's not a terrible cap hit, really. It's $31 million, which is kind of what they're talking about, you know, the ballpark for, for Geno Smith this year. So it's not a terrible deal for Aaron Rodgers. It's not crippling to the franchise if they were to keep him, but – they only want Aaron Rodgers if he is if he wants to play. If he wants to be like the 2020 and the 2021 Aaron Rodgers, not the 2022 Aaron Rodgers. And I just think I think you could still get a first round draft pick for Aaron Rodgers if he traded him to the right spot. And and why not go that direction? Because Green Bay showed last year, even with Aaron Rodgers, they're still just a you know an average to above average team. I don't think that that roster is close to being a Super Bowl champion. Well, talking about first-round draft picks, we know that Chicago have the number one pick in the draft, and there's some talk about Justin Fields and whether they go and you know trade him and go for a quarterback in the draft. What do you reckon Chicago does with Justin Fields? And also about his comments about how the you know uh, you know the cold and windy weather over there in Chicago affects his game. 
Right. I, I think uh, Justin Fields is a, a phenomenal athlete. Um, he put up numbers like we really haven't seen by anybody at the quarterback position other than maybe a Lamar Jackson and a Michael Vick. I mean, he had 1,100 yards rushing last year. And, and for those that uh, you know just want to put that in context, that would be a, a very solid yardage total for a running back. And he is doing it at the quarterback position. Now, he only p- completed 60% of his passes this year, 7.1 yards per attempt, which is very mundane a- as a passer. So I think the Bears just need to to ask themselves, all right, do we think we can improve Justin Fields as a passer the way you know Lam- Lamar Jackson improved as a passer at, you know, after his second year in, in the league? And if so, then, you know, we're probably set with Justin Fields. But I do think Justin Fields, just by, by his athleticism, I don't think he's hurt his, his stock. I mean, he was picked overall 11th in the draft two years ago. And he has had two seasons that, while I wouldn't call them world-beating, they have been head-turning, at least, with his uh, ability to run the football. And I think there are teams that think that Justin Fields would be uh, a, a, a player that could take them to the next level. And I was talking about a first-round draft pick for Aaron Rodgers. Justin Fields still under contract for another couple of years for no money. You could get much more than a first-round draft pick if you decided to trade Justin Fields. Uh, now, in golf, John Rahm won the Genesis Invitational. But uh, what did everyone make of Tiger Woods' performance? Tied for 45th, finishing one under par. It was encouraging to me, guys. Um I felt like uh, I thought there was a better chance Tiger missing the cut than there was Tiger making the cut. And his iron play looked really, really refined. I mean, he was, and there was even some, I was hearing the commentators say, wait a second, is Tiger Woods still the best iron player in the world? And, and when you, when you talk about, that type of accolades when you're putting him up with the, you know, the Colin Morikawa's of the world, uh, as far as just with dialed in irons, uh, that's some pretty high praise. He didn't have a good putter. Didn't have a good, uh, didn't have a good long game. We all know that the long game is going to come around, particularly at a place like Augusta, where you can be a little bit wild. And even if you're under a tree in the pine straw, you're still okay. So, I'm very encouraged with what I saw from Tiger. I'd like to see him again, uh, maybe at a Bay Hill in Florida where he's, you know, won umpteen times to get him ready for the Masters. But I'd be willing, if I saw another good performance from Tiger, I would be ready to at least put some shekels on on Tiger Woods at Augusta, maybe not to win, but maybe a top 10 or a top 20 and, uh, and feel pretty good about it. And uh, finally, Dick, Michael Jordan turned 60. How, I guess, widely was it celebrated? The great Air Jordan 60th. Yeah, it was It was celebrated. And I think, uh, you know, Michael Jordan is in, a, is in a weird situation right now where the, the talk is about LeBron James and the, and the birthday happened right after LeBron James breaking the record. And the, the LeBron Jordan 
debate has once again been fired up again and usually happens when LeBron is in the finals. That's when we usually do the LeBron Jordan debates. Well, LeBron's not going to be in the finals this year. So it has to come right now when the, when LeBron uh, breaks the all-time scoring record. But uh, there's always something with Michael Jordan, whether it's the, you know, during COVID and LeBron James is winning the championship and, and, you know, the, the documentary comes out that everybody watches of Michael Jordan. There's always something out there of Michael Jordan just to kind of remind you that, hey, hey, wait a second. For all those that think LeBron's the best, don't forget about uh, 23. Do they get on, Dick, Jordan, and LeBron? They seem to. I mean, we don't have there, – there's not a lot of of times when we've seen them together. I mean, yeah. the time that I – that I can think of uh, recently was last year, this past week when they did the uh, the anniversary of the NBA and they celebrated at the All-Star Game and they brought back as many all-time greats as they possibly could to be in one arena at one time. And, you know, they talked and they, they you know, they shook hands and they smiled and they laughed. And, and so, I mean, there wasn't, we have not heard anything as far as bad blood about LeBron and, and Jordan. And of course, you know, LeBron has mentioned many times how how influential Michael Jordan was uh, in his career growing up. Just kind of you know, because Michael was the unquestioned goat when when LeBron James was growing up. What about the blow up with the photo of Carl Malone being involved in it, Dick? What was the what was the reaction over there? The photo of Carl Malone and and which which one are you? I, he, I'm not he got sure photographed with. Um, uh, I think it was at the All Stars game with LeBron, and there was Kareem. another one, Kareem. Kareem. Yeah, and and there was something to do with um, uh, here we are celebrating Carl uh, Malone. Yet his past and history of his what what he what he did when he was in his twenties. Something about interesting. Yeah, there was something about him. Ah, uh, yeah. So in, I'm just reading the article here. In 1983, 20-year-old Malone impregnated a 13-year-old girl. Yeah. And no charges were ever brought of him. Oh, okay, right. So just the fact that Malone a, was in the photo. He was in the photo, and, and social oh, media reacted and was saying, uh, "How can you celebrate the top three this leading one? point scorers of yeah. all time?" Yeah, mm. but they were they were, yeah, they were, they were very critical of why yeah, okay. the NBA uh, allowed that allowed it to happen. Okay, it's just a, obviously a Utah legend, Carl Malone, isn't he? Yeah, and I, and I and this is this is something you know. This is a story that I don't think is is widely known about. Maybe and maybe until now, but uh, you know, Carl Malone has you know he's got a very good reputation amongst amongst the fans. I mean, he was he was hated by anybody that uh, <laughs> that didn't like Utah because they won so much, and he and he and Stockton uh, ran that city for a long, long time. But uh, yeah, there's always going to be something, right? <laughs> On, on social media, but uh, that's the first I've actually actually heard of it. But as I mentioned, I was on vacation last week, so I missed much of the uh, of the All Star Weekend festivities. Dick, appreciate it as always, mate. Have a great week. Sounds good, boys. We'll talk to you next week, and the uh, NFL free agency will be right around the corner when we talk next week, and we might even have some destinations of some of these quarterbacks by yeah, then. Love it. Thanks so much.